Hi, welcome and welcome back to the Believers Mental Health Podcast. Yay! Um, insert clapping hands. I think I could actually do that, but you know, when I when I <laughs> when I hire a podcast editor, I'll do that. But for now, that's only me. I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna stick to what I know, and you know, let's go with that. Um, I have not been posting about the podcast mostly because ugh, I don't even know what to say. I've not been posting period and I have so many things to post about. <laughs> I've just, I've just not gotten around to it. Honestly, um, no reason, no reason. But anyway, this is why I started the podcast not to post as much on Instagram, you know, because i'm not an instagram person i just had to be like i have to be an instagram person that's why i'm there you know because of the believers mental health because of the things i want to do with my life you know like i have to post about it you have to talk about it you you just have to keep talking and that is just something i don't really think i'm good at but it's one of my things you know one of the things i plan to do this year is to post more and i'll do it but this week it's not about posting it's not about anything this week i want to talk about setting definitions yeah you know i was thinking just about how our perspective or let me use definition since that's what i'm telling the title this as our definitions of some words needs to change and what do i mean by this let me let me give a backstory to what landed me here so i first of all it's it has been a thought that has been building do you guys have one of these like things where it's like you think about something and then let's say two hours later you see something that relates to that and so you build up on what you've been thinking about and then after a while you see something that relates to that, and then you build up on what you've been thinking about that's literally what happened to me with this conversation or you know i mean is, is it a conversation if it's only me talking or let me say with this monologue or this speech or this podcast or this episode whatever it is that we're about to have and so the context is this i was reading my bible i was reading the book of joshua and well i thought about how you know joshua did something and what he did was basically god instructed him to point his spear like his weapon like spear towards the people that he was fighting because you know the book of joshua is basically a war (laughs) or a book about the israelites fighting to get land the land that has been promised to them by god and so they were fighting in one of these instances and god told joshua point your spear towards the opponent and so joshua did that and he held up his spear till they finished fighting he pointed his spear towards he held up his spear to the finish fighting and they won and immediately my mind because i love like um what should i call it now i love like when scripture corroborates each other like i love it i love to draw parallels <laughs> that word is always kicking me i love to draw parallels <laughs> parallels <laughs> i love to draw like you know what i mean like parallels between one story and another and so the book of joshua or that scenario made me think about this other guy i think this episode is going to be a bit long because i'm seeing the time and i'm like no we're not even going anywhere so this other guy is a king in the book of uh second wait though second kings yeah and so this king 
also has an opponent he wants to fight and he's he went to meet the prophet elisha or i don't know if that's that's how it's pronounced. should be pronounced elisha he went to meet elisha and he told elisha you know these guys are coming da, 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 da. and elisha said I mean, as inspired by the Holy Ghost, you know, and <laughs> we are being by God too. <laughs> Elisha said, strike the ground. And so this guy goes and he strikes the ground, but he strikes the ground only three times. And Elisha was like, why did you stop at, uh, like, why did you s- stop striking the ground after the, the third, you know, strike? And he said, because you stopped or you struck the ground only three times then you are going to win the battle but it's not like it's going to be a close margin you're not going to win like totally this battle that's that's going to happen and so i was just thinking about it and i'm like a lot of times because of how we define you know certain words or certain circumstances like for instance now reading a bible commentary the bible commentary identified that that king him striking the ground only three times is is an expression of unbelief meanwhile we have joshua on the other end who holds up his spear without being told he holds up his spear to the end of the fight because he truly believed that the spear was going to give him an advantage but the king came to Elisha and t- complained about op- um, opponents coming in. And Elisha is like, strike the ground. If he really believed that striking the ground was going to give him that victory, he would have struck the ground more. And so it got me thinking and I'm like, you know what? Normal me, I would not necessarily describe that action as unbelief. Like I would just be like, oh, well, he didn't know. Oh, well, this just because what I have, what I, what in my head, what I have described or what I have defined you know, in context with the ti- the title of this podcast, whatever I have defined as unbelief is just like the worst extreme version of it. Like, like you know, unbelief is like I I hate God or I don't believe in God anymore. Da, 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 da. Or unbelief would be him not even praying at all. Like that's ex- extreme. And what I describe as faith is always like Joshua holding his spear, you know, till the end of the fight, and then. I also remember Jonathan because early in the morning I was reading about Jonathan. Wait, no, early this evening. So, see, it's just the whole thing. So, I was reading about Jonathan, and Jonathan also was a man that showed great faith, but his faith wasn't exactly what we would or the normal or average person would describe as fate his statement of fate was this when he was when you know they were he was faced with an opponent also like these two other guys his statement of fate was this maybe god will help us perhaps god will help us but that is such a great statement of faith even if it doesn't necessarily stand out as a statement of faith now where am i going with all of this i said all of that to say this a lot of times just because we have a picture of what something should be like or just because we have defined something a certain type of way we miss out on other scenarios where it could be manifested in another way basically and so for instance, if we go by the um the picture of Joshua holding his spear to the very end We'll say that that's a great picture of faith. Now, if we now define that as faith, where we fall less, where we are now getting to a point where Jonathan is saying maybe, you know, where we where we now become that or we are at that level or we're at this level, 
we now see that or we will now define our own as having less faith meanwhile both scenarios of holding the spear up because you're sure that that spear gives you an advantage because god instructed you to hold the spear up um to hold the spear up is great faith but what about jonathan saying these words perhaps god will help us let us go and fight maybe god is going to help us you don't see that as great faith because you haven't defined such a scenario as great faith because a lot of times we find ourselves you know just living inside a box that we sort of created you know based on our definitions of some things and so I, I i thought about this and i'm like hmm, that's super important it's super important to to understand that abraham was called a father of faith and it wasn't because he was always on a hundred it wasn't because he showed up in the way that we would if we're the one scoring abraham for the one marking his script we would not call him a father of faith because of just how we've defined faith to be that it's all oh, faith is always been on a hundred or faith is like joshua holding his spear up till the very end because he believed that his spear you know was an advantage according to the word of the lord we would not think about the fact that abraham though he laughed at one point you know in god's face or though he um he said to, to the Lord, let Ishmael live before you, you know, or in fact, having Ishmael on his own self and a lot of other things, you know, that we might have felt like was a contradiction to the faith. And so faith then has become something else, you know, more than the stereotypical idea that we have of faith, because we see this many instances of people having great faith and it's not you know what we think jesus himself called great faith sort of a woman almost having the same you know words as jonathan did and she said even the crumbs from the table the dogs can still eat of it and benefit from those crumbs it's it's kind of giving the same vibe jonathan saying maybe he's Jonathan saying perhaps god is going to help us and jesus called that kind of faith great but now we were coming in our own stereotypical view or our definitions that a lot of times unconsciously we are bound to. And so anytime we fall short of that definition, we feel like, oh, I've messed up. Oh, I'm just the worst ever. Oh, I'm not this. Oh, I'm not that. You know, just because it doesn't feel that or it doesn't feel like that stereotypical or that, you know, definition that we have boxed setting things into for instance consistency you know i was going through somebody's instagram page and this person is a mental health warrior um she she loves to call herself a mental mental health warrior and she shows up every time and i find that so inspiring and she you know she's been diagnosed with bipolar and so she she put on a, she's very open about her journey so she put on a story that oh i'm in a depressive phase sorry i'm not consistent and i'm like what are you talking about you are consistent though but just because the same thing she has this definition of what consistency is is oh i've always got to be on a hundred i've always got to be this i've always got to be that and it's like consistency can mean so many things and it is wisdom to understand that like i feel like it is wisdom to to maybe go over our definitions of things like a lot of times you know if i get in a mood and i'm like oh 
am i happy i have to ask myself what do i mean by that like i, I feel like that's an important question what do you mean <laughs> you know ask yourself that question what does success mean to me what does consistency mean to me taking in account of every factor taking in i mean going to back to the person i said i saw an instagram story taking in the account of the fact that you've been diagnosed with bipolar you're receiving treatment of bipolar you're showing up every day you're telling your story uh, um not showing up every day sorry you're not showing up every day yes but the fact that you're telling your story in this great way the fact that if i go to your page you know i'm seeing all of this really impactful inspiring things that you're doing i feel like that's consistency like who said <laughs> you know that when it comes to our personal life and in, in, in different ways that certain words are manifested like faith or like consistency or strength or this or that it has to look a certain way right because we're all different and if we never take into account in many many ways uh in, in the many ways that we're different if we never take into account all of those things it's like we would always try to be somebody that we are already but we don't just see that we are that person just because <laughs> you know just because we have learned to see people or, or people that have those traits as it's on a certain level you know in, in a certain box and so it's like oh i wish i was more consistent and all the while you are consistent if you would only shift it and take into account your personal experience you would see that oh maybe consistency looks different for me how about that you know why must i have i have my own different experiences Abraham's type of faith didn't look like Joshua's type of faith. Joshua's type of type of faith didn't look like Jonathan type um, Jonathan's type of faith. And so, these different people had or expressed faith in different ways, you know, based on their personal experiences. And of course, you cannot expect Jonathan type um, Jonathan's expression of faith to look like Abraham's expression of faith. Because they had different personal experiences, and so for you, you can't expect you can't expect consistency for you to look exactly the same as how you define consistency to another person. You can't ex- expect confidence for you to 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 look exactly how you determine confidence for another person. You can't expect progress for you to look exactly how you you know your general definition of of progress, which a lot of times we feel like oh other people tick this box but i don't and so a lot of times that leads us to you know sort of circling through oh i want to be this thing but you actually are this thing you actually are this particular thing already but just because you don't see it that way you now tend to you know feel like oh i'm falling short i'm falling short of this i'm falling short of this i wish i was more consistent and all the while you've been consistent because just because you don't take your own personal experience into hand and so it it it's it, you know it's begs the um what should i say <laughs> or it should make us to sort of revisit our definitions i feel like that's something what does success look like for you as a person who loves god 
<laughs> well, what does greatness look like to you? I mean, last year in church, we learned about greatness. And we were thinking, and you know, one thing that the pastor said, or my pastor said, he said how greatness for us as believers must be different. It must be different than how the world sees greatness. And we must learn to see the fact that Jesus said, the greatest is last of all and servant of all. And so this is not something strange to do. No, it's not. You know, the Bible says, renew your mind so that you will not be of the world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. And that is so important. And one aspect of mind renewal is revisiting definitions or else you'll be chasing something that either number one you already are or you'll be chasing something that you're not even supposed to chase in the first place but just because you have defined or you have or you have a perspective of what box should be checked you you know you continue on on that path and so let's revisit our definitions i feel like that's always something that helps you out what does confidence mean to me? You know, I had somebody tell me, I wish I was more emotionally intelligent. I said, what does that mean? And person was like, well, I just feel like people that are more emotionally intelligent are quiet. And I, I tend to not be quiet. And, you know, people are always like, oh, you're talking too much, you know, or you talk too much or something like that. And I'm like, no. And even if the people you know that are emotionally intelligent are quiet, <laughs> What does emotional intelligence look like to you who is talkative? Why does it have to be something that you have to be ashamed of? Why does it have to be something that, that you must see as it sort of eliminates you from being part of emotionally intelligent people? Meanwhile, if you could just shift your definition a bit, you would see, oh, I'm a bit talkative, but it doesn't mean I'm not emotionally intelligent. Oh, maybe I could communicate this that, hey, sorry, I'm a bit talkative. I understand what you're going through. I'm sorry if this might feel like I'm taking, you know, some attention off of you. I'm not listening. This is how I am. You know, maybe we'll just feel less sorry about ourselves if we do that. Because one of the reasons you're feeling sorry or we tend to feel sorry about ourselves is because we have thought about all the ways where we don't fit into that box and all the things that sort of eliminates us. And so what if we don't do that? <laughs> and we, you know, actually just revisit our definitions and see where that takes us. I, I feel like it's quite important to do this and I hope you agree with me. Even if you don't agree with me, just you know agree with me still. <laughs> for the sake of this podcast i hope that you learned something you know i try to be as um what's the word efficient in communicating all the rambled up jumbled up thoughts in my head and i hope that it's a bit unscrambled for you to benefit from thank you and see you next week Mm -hmm.